Yeah, she had a de- decent voice. Show up at the rails. I didn't realize how much I sang until I start looking. No, it's because I TikTok. review the content because mm. I'm the content reviewer. And I really, there's a lot of singing. <laughs> there's a lot of singing. That's funny. It's very odd. I'm Josh Sigmund, and I'm a mortgage lender. I'm also a geek for money, not just earning it and saving it, but literally everything about it. I love that money has rules. It has its truths. I love investment strategies, and I love making money work for us. For so many, money is emotional. For me, it's logical, like a puzzle. My passion is also helping others with their money. I love looking at people's finances, dissecting their puzzle, and rebuilding with strategy and purpose, and I'm really good at it. I'm making this podcast about my money strategies, not the things that are written in books or sold in programs. It's a podcast outlining the lessons I've learned and used for the past 15 years. These strategies help me and those who use them save more, give more, create wealth, and retire early. Let me teach you how to build your net worth. You ready? Welcome to Sigmund Sense. So, welcome back to another episode of... Sigmund Sense. Sigmund Sense. Cool. Thank you for everybody that's watching, that is subscribed, that is sharing, that's using the information that they're learning and living a richer life for it, right? Hopefully. Pun intended. That is the plan. Cool. So I'm actually really excited about today's episode because we are going to talk about our children and our kids and our teenagers and money. So you know, I think I always find it fascinating how many different perspectives there are when, um, as far as parenting and what parents feel like kids should pay for or what they shouldn't pay for or lessons they should learn about money. Do they share information? Do they talk about how much things cost, bills, um, all of that? Um, everybody has differing points of view. And so we intentionally did not share too much of our thoughts around this, even though we we both know a little bit because we've been friends and have known each other for a long time. Yep. Um, But since you were a kid, since I was a kid, back (laughs) in the day when I was young Uh, and see case in point, I was just saying how much I sing. It's really weird because I am not a singer. Um, Anyway, so we intentionally didn't share too much of what we were going to talk about so that it, uh, you know, will be nice and fresh. So so when we talk about kids and money, let's figure out, okay, so where do we all, where does this all begin? Where do we yep. begin? Yep. Well, I'll, I think we both agree that our own philosophies with how we teach our kids about money typically comes from how our parents taught us or didn't teach us about yeah. money, right? Yeah. And so I think the easiest way to start, because I think everyone will relate to it, and I'll share a couple of my stories I want you to share. I'm curious about yours as well, is, you know, what what did our own parents teach us? Because it absolutely carries through. Um, you know, that's why when you look at um, generational wealth, you know, mm-hmm. people that ha- that grew up with money and have it for generations, it's because there's some sort of dialogue happening and understanding about money in yes. some way. Uh, yeah. Not always, but in some in some way. And, and then you've got uh, segments of the population that, um, I hate to say it, but the, the ba- having more babies is a paycheck, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's passed on generationally. So the sure. conversation is, is more about... You know, what will the government do for me? Not what am I going to do for myself, yeah. right? You know and, what's crazy is like, there is so much responsibility that comes with having kids and raising it's people. It's weird. Like, 
we all know that to be true at the yep. end of the day. But like when things start getting real, I mean, it it gets a little scary. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't know that I should have like, I mean, this is a really big job. Yep. It's a really big job. And I screw up regularly, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, the so we have a 16 year old now and this is where things start to become very real. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, this is like a real job raising like a, a human. Um, but we always tell her, KK, you're our first we don't know what we're doing. Like we have not gone down this path. We before. haven't seen what the result is. Correct. Yep. So you are our test subject. You That's are funny. our guinea pig. Yep. So you have to offer us grace, just like we are offering you grace in many situations. That's funny. <laughs> we literally have that conversation. Ah, weekly. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, it is one of those things where you're just do your best. I find myself apologizing a lot um, in other areas, but when it comes to money. You know, I, I think that you, you got to go back and start with, okay, well, what did I learn from my dad and my mom? And I'll, I'll say um, about money specifically, not much. You know, uh, it's really the honest answer I've got. Uh, what I equate money to from my childhood is experiences. experiences. So what money did for me was it bought my family experiences, which is literally that shows through to me now. The only place I blow money, I do not blow money on clothes. I do not blow right. money on cars. I blow money on trips. Yeah. Because I equate money to experiences. You know, I I, uh, I never knew what my parents made. Uh, they didn't talk about that openly. I, I didn't ask. Um, I remember one time when I was probably six or seven, pretty young, uh, I watched my mom fill out tax returns. Oh, yeah. And I'm a weird numbers guy. So I watched it. Was, it was interesting to me to watch her do it old school, you know, with a, with a pen and paper. Yeah. Um, and I watched her filling out all the blanks. And I was trying to follow along just because of... <laughs> Uh, because I was watching addition and subtracting, right? Um, which was interesting to me, but that's the only time I, I saw a number that looking back, I think that was their income at the time, but this is back what in the 1980s. Tell us. Uh, tell I us. doubt my mom and dad would, would want me to tell that one. Um, oh my but, gosh. Uh, past, that's good. I actually don't want to know because right. I, I'm better now, but it makes me very uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't want to know. Right? Like, I mean, even when we help our help my personal friends with their mortgages, I can't pass them off to right. the team fast enough. Yep. I don't want to know. I don't look at Encompass. Yep. Like I don't want to know. It's People just, get pretty <laughs> naked pretty quickly. When you get very comfortable. Yeah. So, so when I think about that and, and kind of how it translates now, um, you know, I sharing my story, I, I told everyone that um, I knew nothing about money. So when the mm -hmm. rug got pulled out of uh, from underneath me, proverbially, I had to learn a lot. And so as a result, what I find myself doing is being very open and very honest oh, okay. yeah. with my kids about everything. Like if they ask a question, I'm saying it. if they don't ask yeah. a question and I think they should understand what they're asking for, yeah. like it's annoying to me, you know, early on it's cute, right? When they were like one and two and you're in a Toys R Us and they're like, buy that for me. You're like, oh, of course. Uh, it's annoying to me when my kids are asking me for what they want now. Like, can I get the new iPhone? I mean, no, it's 800 bucks. The answer is no, you're a freaking 10 year old. I love that you said you know? it's annoying. Like, because it, that's how I feel. And not just about just money things, but when there is no, there's example, camp. Okay. Mm -hmm. Our kit, we've been sending our kids to camp champions for several years now. It's a pretty penny. Mm -hmm. And throughout the year, we have dialogue about their experience at camp. And are you going is based on performance at school, yep. performance at home. Yep. And the assumption when they start assuming that they're going, mm -hmm. it makes me so frustrated 
because there's no, I haven't done a good enough job of tying the connection of how much it costs, what we sacrifice to be able to do this for them. And, and then really making them understand, like, have you checked your behavior lately? Have you checked your grades lately? And do you think it's at a level that warrants Right. And so I love that you say like, it, yeah, it's fresh. And then well, like, it it funny, and stuff. But isn't like, it funny though, how often it's, uh, I'm frustrated, but we didn't teach them. That's what I mean. In the like, first it's place, like, how, what they should be like, looking for. Yep. Right. We haven't articulated it. We haven't drilled yep. it in. Um, and you know, but anyways, yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you down to, uh, I actually copied my buddy Rick because he told me this when I first started working with him 12 years ago, 13 years ago. He told me something that I remembered and then uh, my daughter happened to ask me the same question. So uh, my daughter was six at the time, I guess, pretty young. And we live in a nice house and um, she noticed, I think around six or seven, that our house is a little bit nicer than some of her friend's houses, mm-hmm. right? And just size is all yeah. it was, right? And so I remember that she came into the house one day and she said, hey, daddy, are we rich? Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I responded the way that I remember it. And the answer is, no, daddy's rich. Your future is yet to be determined. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, daddy's, you yeah, ain't got shit. <laughs> daddy's rich. And I, and I have ever since, and Christy did not like me saying that, but ever oh, since really? then, I'm, yeah, um, just different, you know, different parents, different, different way yeah. of being brought up. And, and I was like, I was very clear. I was like, um, I want to show you what's possible with making money. I want to show you what's possible with saving money so you can ex- have all the, le- the life experiences you can have by the time you're 18. But be really clear, when you turn 18, you're cut off, sweetheart. And so, right. you know, that's why I needed to perform in school. That's why I want you to excel in sports. Mm-hmm. That's why I want you to think about uh, higher education if it makes sense for whatever career path you choose, which is a totally different podcast. Um, but the whole point of the conversation to me is that that was the spark then of, yeah. um, well, I, I don't want them to experience the same thing I did. So I wanted to kind of teach them Start those kinds of them, behaviors. Yeah. And so um, I'm just curious for you, how to, you know, uh, what are those conversations or what are little, you know, do you do chores? Do you, yeah. uh, do you do, uh, you know, you were talking about, are they earning camp champion or, yeah, you know, yeah. what are the allowances look like? Or if they want something, is the answer yes, no, or meet me in the middle, right? So I'm just I curious, love kind that, of, yeah. So let's start with chores. Um, so chores for me as a kid, um, we knew exactly what the chores were and mm-hmm. what day they were to be done on and exactly what the money uh, was going to like what the allowance was associated with those chores. And they were it was very consistent. And I think one thing that has not necessarily followed through in my adulthood as a parent is the consistency. Mm-hmm. Um I and as stupid as it sounds, I don't have cash on me a lot. So paying out allowances mm-hmm. is not as easy as it should be, right? And so mm-hmm. I just fixed that because I realized that the reason that the kids aren't consistently doing their chores is because I'm not consistently mm-hmm. rewarding their they're not seeing that instant payoff. And so they're like, whatever. You know, I put like IOUs on the scoreboard. Right. I'm like, so this I owe you five dollars here, five dollars here. And that's just not the same, right? Yep. Um so I did go to the bank, I pulled out That's so interesting. By the way, that's very true because kids are not patient with money. They are and not they'll lose interest if they don't get it right away. One hundred percent. Like you have to pay them. They gotta feel the cash. Um they have to see their penny bank, you know, their piggy bank growing. Um and then they'll be pretty willing to do just about anything if they're feeling that that reward. So I did go to the bank and got like six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks worth of allowance. And it's all clipped in the, you know, it's of course it's you're organized. set of course aside. So now it's like, here you go. Here's your money. Um, 
But for my kids, I have, I believe that there are chores that are done to earn money mm-hmm. and there are chores you do to because earn your keep, family. Yes. <laughs> to earn your keep as part of the family. And so I have those broken down, you know, yeah. like here's every night, Weston, you are, you know, your job is to clean up after dinner. It's to do a sweep of the house and pick up all the stuff that's out of place, keep the entryway organized, water the plants. Like those are your things. And KK, here's what yours look like. And then you have your, here's what we pay. I pay Weston $5 a week. And there's about two things per day on his list. Mm -hmm. And so that's what earns him his $5 a week. And then his everyday chores is what earns his do that just for Weston or do you do it for the other kids too? Just for Weston. That's what I figured. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so uh, Walker is seven. Uh-huh. Uh, for reference, Weston's 10. Walker is seven. And um, I have not set this up for him yet. He um, he lives in a world where he does chores to earn his, he's just living in the earn his keep land right now. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because the kid has more money than anybody in the family. Um, he has extremely good luck with lottery tickets. So he's one. I am not kidding. He wins like a lot of money on lottery tickets. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so serious. So his, this is not something to teach. Don't, teach don't buy lottery tickets. That's <laughs> all, a fail. All we're teaching Wes or Walker is like, I'm never going to have to work a day in my life as long as I become a good gambler, uh, which is really bad. Uh, That's hilarious. He loves the break the banks and he, they're $5. He'll win 50, $75 at a time, goes back and buys $10, two more tickets. We'll continue to win. It is. <laughs> Don't teach this. This is bad. Fail, fail, You should see the fail. look that you're giving me. <laughs> okay. I'm happy for the little guy though. And he also saves every penny a girl with uh well with his lottery winnings but also with his birthday money with i mean just everything he's just saved so he's got money for the things that yep. he wants and all of that um and then kk um definitely like has her the same thing she's got her earn your keep chores and then um one thing that we did we actually so uh, when COVID hit, you know, we weren't, you know, our, our housekeepers when our, the people that helped us clean our house weren't coming and she's like, can I do it? Hell yes, girlfriend. So she, that's awesome. we pay her $50 a week to do that. She is all over it. Um, so those are the things that you're about that, to get a marketing helper, by the way. Uh, Aubrey wants a job this summer. Really? Yeah. So I told her I'd pay her 10 bucks an hour to go through a call list of all of her agents. Oh, nice. And so you, you'll be employing her for a week. Uh, oh, to I'm go through so excited. To fill out every single... No, I'm going to put her on her social media. Hello. Even better. I mean, the Even, teens. That's that's the te- if your age that's ends funny. with a teen, you get to do social media because they are so good. They're that's so funny. good. Um <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, so what take, do chores look like at your house? Well, again, chores with my house are a little different than yours. I, I, yours are more organized and structured. We're more reward-based on when they do something extra. Okay. Right? So there's a lot of stuff that they all do. You know, we've had a lot of animals, a lot of animals in my house. Yeah, you do have a lot of animals. So those are the basic things that always happen. Um, but when they go out of their way, like I walked out, my my son decided to go clean my truck, like literally wash the truck without being asked. Wow. And then we, like, I walked outside, I saw it. And he looked at it, he's like, what do you think? And I and I said, well, it looks awesome, dude. He's like, do you think it's worth five bucks? Aww. I was like, well, of course it's worth five bucks, buddy. And then I taught him that he undersold himself because he's out there for an hour. 100%. Right? Um, 
you, you know, should, Wes and charge me $35 after that. I'm like, what? Uh, no, bro. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. So, so we do it, uh, a lot of the things like that, but also, um, excelling in academics or sports. Uh, we always put rewards out there that are bigger rewards. Do you pay for A's pay for B's? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially the ones that like, one of one of my kids is the hardest worker, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's hardest for him. Um, but when when that person succeeds, like I want to really reward yeah. well because I, I I think that if you put an extra, it's, if it's easy, the reward should be the same. I'll give you some examples. So um, when my son was uh, seven and eight in baseball, he's like uh, I, I would do. Hey, if you get a base hit because he was working batting, he wasn't great at batting at the time. If you get a base hit, I'll give you five bucks. He's like, awesome. What happens if I get a home run? And he's seven. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Hundred, I mean. Right? No, but what, I, what I'm picturing <laughs> in my mind is the ball has to go over the fence. Well, absolutely not. Seen, all he has to do right, is get across home base, brother. Is, all he has to do is run because those little other kids <laughs> can't, can't throw it. and catch. So he, what, he, what he did is he worked the system. He went to my buddy Jeremiah. Worked smarter, not he harder. He went to my wife. He went to my buddy's wife. He had all four of us in the line for hundred bucks each for a home run. What? This is not a joke. He will do, you do not sa- have to worry about his success in life. By he's the way, he's gonna be a salesperson. <laughs> and literally, I remember that uh, he hit a ball. He, he it was a good hit actually, but in a roll past the outfitter fielder, <laughs> and he's not the fastest kid. And he started running. And he turns first. You know, he had all those and, other kids in on it dude, too. He's like, and he turns I'll first. Split the and he starts throwing. The guy <laughs> outfielder's throwing in the second, and the guy missed second, so he just turns second. <laughs> And the, but the ball rolls past second, halfway to third, and so so uh, the the um, shortstop or the the or the uh, pitcher had gone up to go get that, and Mason's eyes are getting bigger and bigger, Ooh. and the coach is putting his hands up, stop, stop. He's like, and Mason uh-uh. just shook off the coach, <laughs> nope, and just kept turning. And all of us parents, and you know myself, Mason at the time had never done a home run, and here he's coming to fur uh, to to home, and I'm cheering until about halfway, and then I realize, wait a oh, second. Shit. But he was his face was just full of glee when he passed, and he and he went straight over to me and Jeremiah He's and Lana like, and Chris. He's like, "Pay me!" I love I'm like, Holy it. cow! That's amazing. Um, well, so you, you got to really negotiate really smart with these kids. But well, I feel like the lesson there is you have to be very clear, clear. concise, <laughs> and direct with what a home run <laughs> is. What a home run is. Yes, but. and you know when we were um, in La- in 2019's campaign for Weston, his coach put out for every run. It's, I can't even remember the amount of money right now, but anyways, they, they would, he would, that's what he's paying donation wise cool. to Wesson's campaign. And boy, those kids were like, we're going to make you pay. So <laughs> very, very powerful motivator. Um, Do I tell you how that works against people too? It's actually oh smart. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like getting kids into bets where they lose. Mm. And making them pay up mm. because unlike you, so who mo- who, unlike you, who motivates people to gamble, um, <laughs> I actually understand with that very, that is, very big rewards. Right, I, I understand that most people lose their asses, and yeah. uh, and it's a good habit to break. I say this because I was a addict at online gaming. I always forget that. Uh, yeah. People forget. I don't know if I even spoke about that, but back in my early twenties, I was really bad, and so um, when my kids will do bets all the time like if they're playing basketball and they're like you know i'll bet you five bucks that i can make the you know more shots than you in the next yeah. 10 shots then i watch that and then i make them pay up make them because pay. i want them to feel the the, yeah. the pain of because it is you know again, and I, or i'll say hey double down 
And if they double down, then I'm going to make them pay that if they lose that too. And I I do that intentionally and I'll, and I will bet things that I know they'll lose, not because I'm a mean sadist, but I'm trying to let them know like, Hey, money's easy to come, but it is really easy to go too. Really easy to go. Um, Well, and to pay attention to what they're actually committing to, you know, you got to think about it. Yeah. And that also goes to paying your debts. Like I'm a big believer, uh, uh, as an extra lesson. So I'll make fun of Christy for a second. Uh, she, I think we, she had to pay somebody that came by the house that did something for her and she didn't have any cash handy. So she went and robbed my poor son from his piggy bank <laughs> to go get the money. So uh, later that day, I had to pay Mason for, uh, a lot of these stories come back to Mason for some reason. But anyways, I had to go pay him up for something. And we have a safe and so we went and opened the safe and and his freaking money like was clearly out of place. It was clearly disheveled. <laughs> Mason went th- through and counted. And what's really interesting, he counted because he knew how much he had in there. Good job. And he said, I'm missing money. Oh, and so, and, and Christy's not at home. And I'm really sad for him. I'm thinking, man, we have to go kill the babysitter. <laughs> kill the, you know, somebody, somebody stole from my son. Somebody stole and, from uh, And I was like, you know, but it's in the safe. Who else yeah, was in the safe? So I called is, Christy yeah. up. I was like, hey, do you leave the safe open? We had a party two days earlier. Maybe oh, somebody no. got in there. And she's, and she's, we're talking and there's like, no, I mean, why are you asking? I said, well, somebody stole from Mason and she got really quiet on the the phone. <laughs> and, and I was like, she's like, it's stealing. It's an IOU. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to, I forgot to tell you. I said, baby, what you're teaching our kids is it's okay to steal. And I use those <laughs> words exactly. Got you, yep. girl. You, you cover right? stealing, I'll cover gambling. Right. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, and I was really clear. It's like, babe, you have to go to the bank. You have to go get that money and you okay. got to put it back right away. And, and, um, it goes back to, I believe firmly that all of us, yeah. like, I hate debt. We know I that from this whole debt. podcast. I hate, I hate credit cards. I hate debt. I hate owing people. If I owe you money, I'm writing you a check. I like, hate owing I want to be done. I just, I feel like yep. once you, like, if, ugh. I think it's important you, to teach kids that If you that don't early. have it now, when are you going to have right. it? Like, yeah, just... and actually one of, uh, um, somebody bet me, I think it was Aubrey bet me something at the, when I was at our ranch and she bet me something and she lost. And I said, cool, pay me the 10 bucks. And she said, well, I'll pay you when I get home. I said, did you make a bet with when you didn't you have, have with money you don't have? And she's like, well, I've got it at home. I said, did you make a bet oh. with money you don't have? Come join me. You're going to be working on the ranch for the rest of the day. Dang. Right? Um, but I, I want to instill those types yeah, of things good. with kids early because that is uh, that is something I think will serve them well long term. And that carries over to other, you know, going back to what I didn't learn, what I didn't hear from my parents, or maybe maybe they did teach me. I just didn't remember it. Yeah. Right. Um, but let's just talk about like going out. And, and, yeah, absolutely. And things like that. You know, um, one of the easy games, easy games, because remember, money means nothing to anybody mm-hmm. if they don't understand what what the relevance is the, yes uh, 100 per, or how relative it uh what's the um anyways keep going i can't think of what no i'm just saying like uh um i do guessing games a lot like start there so while you're at a restaurant or at a restaurant yeah so we're, we're at a restaurant and uh, there's probably two stories that come out of this with aubrey specifically because she's got great taste in food which is very expensive unfortunately <laughs> and um so the first thing I always do is that when the bill comes, especially if it's a little bit higher than normal, uh-huh. you know, you go out to a nice restaurant or if you're at the coast and you know everyone jacks at the price of the coast or whatever, yeah. then before I pay the bill, I put the the credit the receipt down and I say, how much how much was it? You know, kind of like the the Price is Right right game. Yeah. And and people will say all the numbers. It's and early on they would always be way 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 off. 
The reason is, is that they weren't paying attention to what the cost of what they were ordering was, mm. right? Yeah. Well, they don't like losing because I've got some competitive kids. And so <laughs> over time, not always, you know, Christy and the kids have started to really pay attention to what they're ordering because That's so I do it so they're often like, that they actually will guess and they're guessing, you know, closer and closer and closer. Yeah. And so uh, recently, you know, going back to that coast story, we went down to the coast, one of the only trips we've done during COVID. We stayed far, 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 far away from people. And there's this one restaurant that was open that had tables that were every third table was open. So yeah. you're good. And we go there for a lunch. And, you know, I think, you know, go to the coast for lunch, you're going to get some fried shrimp or fried, yeah. you know, fried fish. And it's going to cost you 10 bucks for a basket of fried shrimp, sure. right? And, and Aubrey said, hey, dad, remind me, I feel like, I, remind me what what's uh, filet mignon. What's filet mignon? <laughs> and I was like, filet mignon is something you don't order for lunch. Sure. That's or until what you that can is. pronounce. Or until you can pronounce it. And she's like, "What? Uh, remind me what it is." I said, "Dude, that's like tenderloin. That's yeah, really good that's steak." Such a nice steak. She's like, "Oh, I really like that." I said, "Did you see how much it is?" And you know, she, you know, just like many restaurants, you got the lunch menu and the dinner menu on the same menu, right? right? She, she literally looked at it and then she looked at me. And she says, "Oh." I say, Got so it. we don't order yeah. dinners that are for adults <laughs> for lunch on a whim. That's not yeah. what we do. Yeah. So she said, oh, I'm sorry, dad. And so we, you know, we ordered some fried shrimp or whatever she got, yeah. actually ceviche or something like that. It was something good. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's things like that, that I don't think people talk about enough. Like our kids ordered off the kid's menu till probably they were two years too old to be I ordered mean, off the kid's menu, you know? Yes. It's not because I can't afford it. But I can't so stand when people leave half of their plate yeah. full because they their eyes are too big for their 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 yeah. head and you know oh it's okay it's Sunday dinner so we're gonna all go out and just blow money blow like it's money yeah like, eat what's on totally. your damn plate understand what you're paying for for sure um, and I think we've talked about this in another episode we just don't really go out to eat as a five person family all that much too expensive it's too expensive I I don't know I feel like if me and Randy are going if we're go- eating out. Eating out at a restaurant, it's on date night. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, We're special then. W- yeah, we do. Um, we do a, a lot of takeout and and stuff like that with as a family. But um, but I I love the idea of like making them really think through how much these things cost. Um, okay, school clothes and back to school shopping. So or actually just you know things in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as clothing and accessories and mm-hmm. shoes. When they're little, it's easy. Mm-hmm. They're, you, you know, buy it for them and they wear it. And they wear it. And they don't care what it looks like or brands. But as they get older, that completely changes. And so um, obviously with a 16-year-old daughter, we experience a lot of this. And one thing that I've just kind of adopted over mm-hmm. the last couple of years with her is, you know, as, as your parent, KK, I'm, you know, I want to make sure that you have everything that you need that's essential. Right. Um, which in my opinion for back to school shopping is, you know, obviously all your school supplies and things like that in a backpack. And, um, then a couple of really good pairs of jeans, enough tops to kind of mix and match a good pair of tennis shoes, mm-hmm. some sneakers, and a pair of sandals, like, you know, just the basics to build out a wardrobe. Um, but then you get things like, well, she wants a pair of Doc Martens, which are $150 pair of boots. Um, and all the other little things that are name brand on trend and really important to her to have as a teenager. And so I've kind of run in or I've adopted two, two ways of handling this. 
One is I can, we can get less of the other essentials and I can meet you halfway. So I'll pay $75 and you pay $75 for the Doc Martens or whatever expensive item it is. Or you're, you know, I'll still cover all the basics and you are going to purchase oh, those on your own yep. because it is outside of, you know, necessity and $150 for a pair of shoes for a 16 year old is a lot in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, that's kind of how I've handled that. And really as far as school clothes and things, I haven't experienced that with my boys yet because they're still in that age. It's like, you know, you can go to Academy, you can hit up the outlet malls, you know, mm -hmm. you here's 10 pair of shorts, 10 shirts, they're happy as can be. Yep. And you know, but that's awesome. But as they get older, so I don't know. How, how do what, you deal with, uh, cars uh okay. i don't even think about this so you have a 16 year old daughter so what yeah. do you do with, what do you, what, what's the deal there so we actually it was kind of interesting we went came to a point in our life where i needed a new car randy needed a new car so it was and then kk was about a year out from turning 16. right and so we actually um i did end up financing a car with um with the lower payment than you had last time with <laughs> by like the almost $300. Um, so, but I was budgeted. Okay. We like talked through that in the budget meetings. And, uh, so we got that one and then we paid cash for a Jeep that Randy was going to drive until KK turns 16. Well, she's turned 16, but when she gets her license, um, I wish I could say that there was more strategery around that. Oh, I like that word strategery is that a word uh we didn't this is not something that randy and i talked about like as parents like what are we going to do about a car for yep. kk um when it presented itself we came up with a plan yep. now he's been driving the car which also has some extra benefits as well because you get he's getting to work out the kinks and really understand the car before yep. we let her take off on it and then you know end up with you know stuck on the side of the road or whatever um so that's actually been really good she's mm -hmm. also had the chance to learn on the car so there she's way more comfortable driving it yep. um but yeah so i guess the answer is we paid cash for a car for her um that she'll get and i think I would have loved a, a more excited response. She was excited. She was also a year away from getting her a license. So yep. it was a little like, yay, I'm excited, yep. but I this isn't really mine yet. Right. Now that she is inching closer to her license, she'll be getting it in probably six weeks. She is literally so appreciative and is just like, you guys are the coolest parents ever. Like, look at my car. Like, look at it's in its. I mean, Jeeps are badass, right? <laughs> that was my first car. Actually. I had a little red Jeep. Did Nin you really? 1991 Jeep Wrangler. Yep. I've never had a yeah. Jeep before. Oh, I love and it. so I, mean, I had she, a midlife crisis and I bought my wife one for Mother's Day. You bought your wife one for the, did she? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a midlife crisis. So I bought, bought one. I bought my wife a Jeep for nice. Mother's Day. <laughs> Okay, I'm still trying to like play that one out in my head. <laughs> so this is called tr strategery. Strategery. Yes. Is that a word? Did we decide if that's a word? That's, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, so other things to think about. So let's get into the financial side of things too. Yeah. Mm. Now, as far as now, I will say, um, we just set her up uh, a bank account. Good. Um, Did you give her a debit card? 
She has a debit card. Good. And we told her that 20%, Randy actually told her this. He said 20% of whatever amount of money that you have, you need to put in your savings account. So she has two. And so she's literally calculating it. I mean, you know, because she's earning her money. That's from, awesome. Randy did that? Randy did Good. that. That's, and he didn't even tell me. KK, when her debit card came in, she comes like bouncing in. She's like, oh my gosh, here's my card. It's got my name on it. And that's I said, awesome. that's awesome. And so how much money do you have in there? And you know, what did y'all have to do to set it up? And so she told me, and then she said, and dad told me that whatever the total amount of money I have is I have to peel 20% off and put it in the savings account that I can't touch. That's amazing. I'm like, that's that amazing. parenting win. Well, and that goes back parenting. to the fact that he's, and you guys are talking about it, will serve her well down yes. the road. That's yeah. versus not talking about it. I just got caught, you know, personally, but uh, separate of uh, debit cards, one thing that I'm actually actively doing as we speak is add your kids to credit cards. Don't give them the credit uh, card, but add them to the credit card yes. because uh, especially if they're the teenage er uh, years and they've got a few years before college mm -hmm. or coming up pretty quickly or, or just job in general. And the reason why I think it's super important to do that is you've got to establish credit for your, your kids yeah. so that their first car, when they go out on their own, the first house that they buy, they're not paying exorbitant rates because they have established credit it's history credit, yeah. uh, by having a, being a uh, uh, authorized user on one of your credit cards, but they don't need to know that and they don't have to have the credit card. Those are the asterisks right, to pay this attention is some to. <laughs> but you're trying to set them up for, for a win down the road. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's important to talk to people about the difference, kids specifically, uh, the difference between credit cards and, and debit cards uh, because it's super weird to me and, and I love the what you said earlier about, I want my kids to feel the cash, I want them to see the cash, you yeah. gotta give them the cash. Uh, because, uh, you know, this has been a two or three years now, but my youngest who at the time was probably four, Presley was four. Um, I remember, uh, you know, I was having a conversation with one of the older kids about Starbucks and they wanted me to add on two or three other things. And I said, where do you think the money's gonna come from? And Presley piped in from the back seat saying, that plastic thing. <laughs> And I was like, okay, cool. So let's talk about this, right? So funny. Um, I can remember specifically um, being at the grocery store with my mom when I was a kid and her going, golly, like, I, don't, I just don't have any money. And I'd go, just write a check. <laughs> and then watch funny? it bounce and bounce and bounce and bounce, bounce right? Road. Isn't that funny? Um, it is. And it's just something, the thing, again, if we don't talk about people don't understand it, yeah. you know, debit cards being you've got the cash to use and credit cards being I don't got the cash to use and I'll hopefully make it up and pay it back eventually, right? Um, the other things I think that can really be a good conversation uh, with kids early on is college accounts. So if you're at a stage where you're able to set up college accounts, um, you know, this kind of goes in that same vein as far as weddings too, right? Mm. Uh, but with college accounts, what I, what I really get back to is all three of my kids are aware that they have college accounts mm -hmm. that I'm actively participating and putting money into, right? Yeah. And I, and I told them all regardless that... Um, the, uh, the two big things I think are really helpful. Number one, if they get a scholarship, hmm. they can use that cash to buy a house. Like nice. I'm still going to give them the money. Yeah. But they'll use that cash to get a house. If they don't get a scholarship, they're going to take out student loans for oh, the first four years. Really? Yeah. Because I don't want to start writing a check and then it takes them seven years. So I'm going to have them take out student loans for okay. those four years so that because they're deferred anyways. They don't have to pay any money to, to keep it. them on track for the for graduating if is that they, your let's just say for example that by the time they're in college they've got a hundred thousand dollars that that they know is for college okay and by then let's say college and universities are forty thousand dollars thirty thousand dollars a year right right um well if they're taking out student loans 
and they see the student loan going from 30 to 60, okay. they're more likely to finish in four to years. Finish in four. Okay. Because so you're that, only getting the 100. Yeah. I got 100 for you. Right. Um, so finish your freaking job. Get it. If you're going to do student loans, get it done in that period of time. Yeah. Because I'm not going to pay for six years. That's not what paying for college or helping for college means. Right. And if they start the pursuit of college and they don't finish, they will not get the college money. Gotcha. Right. So yeah, I mean, that's what that doesn't mean that college is for everybody. No, you know, I, I, I do think that there are certain things that you shouldn't go to college. You know, there's there's certain professions that you it's so be a uh, a waste of money and they'll never get out of, especially higher education. Then that's some master's degrees are r- ridiculous. I'll give I you an example. I can't wait to talk about that and because we're gonna make an oh, we'll episode, do a episode out of that. So that's yeah, yeah. that's I think it's kind of ridiculous what what some of the higher level degrees are. Yeah, but um, I think I think parameters are important. And I remember Andy Mashinsky told me he said you've got four years of tuition and four years of rent paid for you. Pass that. You're on your own own. girlfriend. And I, and then gave me the means to have to purchase things on my own for school. So Mm. I could really feel, holy shit. Like I just bought books and it was $800. I saw the tuition bill. Not, it just magically showed up on your table. 100%. I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's not a chance in hell. Yep. I'm doing this shit on my own. So four years. I love that. Done. I, I think it just really goes back to just be okay and about talking about, it. you know, it's it's kind of like the difference of parents that that have a discussion about sex with their kids mm-hmm. versus the parents that just avoid the conversation altogether. Generally speaking, it shit doesn't work out, it right? It just doesn't work out. It's yeah. the same thing with money is what yeah. I really believe. If you make it a comfortable conversation for people to learn and yes, understand, and it's going to be okay. Um, in a normal dialogue yes. that's coming up, often yeah um that's why i think the guessing game is really super important yeah, you know I like, like that. my my daughter's 13 but she's already talking about what you know why i want this car mm-hmm. so going putting it into perspective right i was like cool like what kind of car do you want and she told me some ridiculous car please tell me uh doesn't matter <laughs> she told me some ridiculous car and i said cool how much do you think those cars are uh, cost and uh she couldn't answer because she'd not looked at those before sure. And I said, well, that, that car costs about two years of work. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's about... Like I it, love that because when you say a number, of, that's a $47,000 right. car. Okay. No, no. It's like two years of right. take home yes. for a starting a job. It's two years of work. So are you going to start now? Because you've got three years before you're 16. Like if you want to start right now and work full yeah. time on top of your schooling, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I always want to, when they say, I like this, I want to do this, I want to travel here, I want to stay here, I want to order this, I want to buy yes. this. Well, how much do you think it's worth? And then equate it to time because I all my kids that. now are in a, they understand $10 an hour because no kid likes the full hour of work. And I tell them all, you're, you, if you work 53 minutes, you don't get your 10 bucks an hour because if I do most of my job and I don't get it all done, I don't get paid. I don't get paid. Right. <laughs> yes. So if you don't do the full hour, you don't get paid. Yeah. Uh, and when they were picking up rocks at the ranch, which I love making them do. <laughs> um, just pick up rocks for an hour. You can get 10 bucks. It equates to, holy crap. You're telling holy me that this, this crap, yeah. video game is five hours of picking up rocks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you want it? Sure I'll, happily, I'll, I'll buy it for you. I, I need a little ranch hand, buddy. Yeah. You know, and that kind of conversation, open and honest, you know, putting things in perspective, yeah. relativity to time. Yes. That is the key with kids in my opinion. And um, I think too, um, and I've talked about this before, you know, um, you can buy movies on Amazon now or whatever, Amazon video prime, whatever. And it's super easy to purchase those. Just put in your code and voila, we have a new movie. And, you know, 
I ask the kids if they have an idea of a movie, it's like, okay, well, do y'all have six bucks, eight bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks that you want yeah. me to pay for this movie? Do y'all have the money to pay for it? Yep. And, you know, sometimes they're like, yep. yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're like, yeah, absolutely. And they go get me the money. Now, sometimes I take it, sometimes I don't. You know, it's like, I, I just want to make sure that they really want it. You're, you really want it. Yep. Um, and other times they're like, oh, no, never mind. There's plenty of other free movies to watch imagine that imagine that yep. yeah so it's it's interesting yeah it's the it's the enabling conversation mm-hmm. right and then we get frustrated about it but we're not doing anything to work on it and teach them so that's the thing yeah it's you know kids where the kids learn the bad behaviors they do from somebody they do guess who guess who that's <laughs> what i mean it's like a real responsibility to have human it's like to kids. bring humans that's into the right. light into the world but, and to raise them to be like grand citizens of society that, that are contributing I, members of society that I want to hang out with when yep. they're adults. Yep. Like I don't want a bunch of assholes. I want to be able to like, like you, you know, you gotta be, yep. you gotta and be you cool contribute humans. to society and you pay your yes. taxes, yes. not your taking from the government like yes. that. That's what this is all about. So, Absolutely. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this little uh, segment of Sigmund Sense. Yes. Tell us what you think too. Tell I want to, I would love to hear what, you know, everybody else's opinions are and all with money and kids and tricks and tips and hacks and all that. So yep. share like that subscribe, us. share. Absolutely. Until See next you. time. Till next time. Take care. Bye.